So we just started. Clap. <laughs> Ow. You're welcome. Ow. God. Don't do that. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, Hi. Happy Monday. My ears are bleeding. Uh, You're welcome. The audio engineer has to listen to that really loud. Don't do that. You're very welcome. <laughs> huh? Yep. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tinnitus. And <laughs> one, two, three. Clink, clink, clink. Slurp. I was about to say, I was going to be civilized and not slurp my beer like an animal. Ugh. For the first, for, for all the folks at home, the, uh, the sound that you hear every so often that goes, <laughs> that's when people hit the cable on the microphone. And we're trying really hard to do that. And in the future, we're going to have fancy microphone cables that don't point down that way. But uh, for now, that's what's happening. Don't do that. I'm not Stop supposed it. to make that noise? No. Well, you just brought it to my attention. Now I have to. That's how my brain works. <laughs> do you? It's yeah, so that's what happens because we talk with our hands. So yeah, then it, it, you'll hear it. Oh, we haven't introed. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to A Strange Exchange with Seth. And Lo. And, and Compy. Hi there. Hey. We're getting really good at that. Yeah, we are. Ugh. <laughs> we just have to do it a couple of times and then it's... Vocal memory? Sure. What? I'm sorry. Huh? Do you want to start... Do we want to start recording? I don't like this game. <laughs> you know this. I don't think it's fun for anybody except you. At that point, is it a game as much as a uh, delusion? <sighs> I can just see your eyes, your lips moving and can't hear anything for a minute. Oh, that's a cute bit too because i screamed once in her ear after like 30 years of really loud concerts i'm the one who broke her ears out of all the people who could have broken her ears it was me congratulations <laughs> you were louder than all those concerts i was louder than all those concerts you've raised you raised the level way to go you're welcome i guess i'll fucking take it cheers we'd cheers. like to put a thanks out to behringer who made these headphones that just blew my fucking eardrums right inside my <laughs> skull thank you so much that was kind of my point upon moving in. It was my five-year plan. Ninety-five for only a, for a pair of blown eardrums is not bad. I had a five-year plan to blow your eardrums, and I got it done in less than three. I'm proud of myself. Ah, <laughs> oh, just barely less than three, though. Like Doesn't two, matter. Still less two than three weeks bitch. left. Doesn't matter. What's up? Close enough. No, fight me on it. We're not rounding up. <laughs> less than three years to blow Jen's eardrums. Anyway, hi everybody. Happy Monday. Um. This weekend was uh, something that we haven't experienced yet. Yep, because it's Friday for us. It is Friday for us. But I have some news from this weekend. I'm going to read it here. Ready? Donald Trump said some really stupid things on Twitter this morning. Fox News reported it all as fact. And Saturday Night Live was not very good. And now over to Lowe with the weather. You know, it was warmer than usual in some places. Uh, I heard a lot of places got some hurricane. There were probably some people dead. Donald Trump will report it as far less than the uh, actual estimated number. He'll say two people died, even if uh, that's been proven the uh, not true. And most of us will uh, treat it as if it is a fall day anyway and continue drinking our pumpkin spice lattes out of season because September is upon us. Happy Halloween. Her comedic relief notwithstanding, we are very sorry about all y'all who got the hurricane this week. It's it lo- it's it's Bad. looking like a doozy, man. Like uh So much rain. I can't uh I'm the worst type of person because all I can keep thinking about because the hurricane's name is Florence. 
is like I can just imagine like all of these people like indie kids like getting up on their rooftops or whatever and just saying dog days are over the dog days are over um because you know like hey we're dead now at least we don't have to deal with this shit is that a bad meme? I don't know. I was just waiting to see some red, redneck guy on cable TV saying, Once again, Aunt Flo's coming to town and ruining my fucking weekend. Oh, good. Ugh. <laughs> I'm glad you put that on the air. Good Lord. I'm sure there's been someone somewhere that's done that. I don't know. Actually, we have a, we have a friend who lives in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said that she could not get enough of those people like waiting out the hurricane memes. She like yeah, posted yeah, a whole yeah. status and she was just like, I'm living for this. Yes. Like, They're please. so funny. So I, I feel like the dog days are over thing is kind of kind of funny. It might work. I'm not there. So I guess it's like kind of not <laughs> as cool. Someone has to have done it. Already. The truth of the matter is that hurricanes typically are survivable events for people on the ground as long as they've got some kind of shelter. But if you're just kind of standing out in a field when the 150 mile an hour winds blow through, shit's going to be bad. So how do you explain the 3,000, I mean, 12 dead in Puerto Rico? Right. I don't actually know what the number Trump reported was, but I know it was under 20. I, I'm really actually kind of interested to hear the actual facts, the difference between the 6 or 12 or whatever he's claiming and the 3K, because, you know, there seems to be some... Con- uh, uh, the people who are reporting it are conceding, yes, there were not 3,000 people dead when he was in Puerto Rico. They died later. And he's like, well, everybody died later. That fucked that. They were just old, which is, you know, patently not the case. But right. he's using that to make his case. And I think that's really disturbing. And it sets a bad precedent if we let it get away. And I think that there should a be a bad precedent for the president. Shocker. It wouldn't be the first precedent he said it. It would be not be an unprecedented bad precedent. By the president. <laughs> Unprecedented bad precedent for the president. That's something we, we really need the uh, the guy who does the whale on uh, BoJack. <laughs> yeah. Another unprecedented precedent for the president. Or or uh, Amy Sedaris <laughs> as as Prince Carolyn. She's really good. Courtney Portnoy and the Portnoy Portnoy Portnoy. So clearly we're thinking about BoJack, Bojack because that just happened. Yeah. All right. You know what? We're gonna discuss it we're anyway. Gonna, we're gonna touch on it before we dive into uh, this stuff. We just we just watched the first episode of the new season, right? Yeah, yeah. Just episode one. Um, you know, I, I it okay. starts slow. It starts slow. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the point. Um, you always put the worst episode at the beginning, right? Well, I mean, it's it's just kind of a wrap up. It's a resolve because on uh, you know we but again, you guys didn't watch the the last. Yeah, episode don't tell of, me the end of the last no, season I, yet. I, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> what? <laughs> we no, have seen it, but we haven't the, refreshed yeah. and rewatched. It I, I'm not going to spoil it for any of the people who are listening either. Right. I'm I'm a decent human. I'm not going to do that. But I recently watched the last episode of the fourth season, so it really is kind of just like a like a wrap up and. Um, Basically, like it, it, without giving anything away, it kind of ends on like a high note for BoJack, so that it, yeah. it kind of goes into a more hopeful realm, you know, which is interesting. Um, and I think that's how they started the first episode. Even like, I mean, obviously, it still touches BoJack is like a fifty years old or so. Obviously, he's not going to change his ways immediately. So, but it's still kind of showing him on that like good trajectory. To, to we'll as, as much we'll as Bojack see. can get. I'm sure it's going to get darker because that's bad. all I've read. <laughs> all I've read about it is like, this is their darkest season. This is where shit goes like real, real bad. And I'm like, cool. Uh. 
That'll be great. Looking forward to it. I can't wait to cry about it. Tomorrow when we binge it, probably. Anyway, okay, so moving on. So that came out, and that's a good uh, marker of the September season. Did they usually come out in September? I feel like it's I th- like late summer. I think summer. the last one did come out in September, yeah. September of last year. Yeah, so that's a good marker. Uh, another good marker of it being September is that Halloween is already going on. If you're me. And anyone near you. In your orbit. And anyone in my vicinity. <laughs> you are correct. You know, I've been trying, I've like I said earlier, I've been trying to tone it down a little bit this year. Yeah, I it's think been I've, fairly chill this you know, year, but. I have. I'm still I'm still sticking my little, uh, my pinky <laughs> toe in the, in the pool uh, every so often. The pool of blood. <clears throat> <laughs> like we're having a movie night on Sunday. Uh, I, I posted in the Facebook group and asked some roomies if they wanted to get together for some movies and a couple people bit. So I'm going to do it. We're just going to have a yeah. movie night on Sunday. And I realized that uh, our friend Kel left her Blu-ray copy of The Evil Dead, which is so weird because I literally thought about this last night. I saw the stack of DVDs and I was like, oh my God, it's The Evil Dead. So in the in today's episode of Synchronicities, <laughs> um, and I saw The Evil Dead and I was like, oh, that would be a perfect movie to watch, you know, like good segue into the season, whatever. Everyone loves The Evil Dead. So I was thinking about that and uh, I was going to post in the Facebook group about it last night and then I fell asleep and... Uh, I woke up this morning, came downstairs, and was going to post about it then, and I got a text from Kel. Oh, weird. And it said, hey, did I leave my Blu-ray movies at your house? And I was like, oh, weird. I was just like, yeah, you totally did. And she was just like, okay, no worries. Like, I don't need them immediately. I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I hadn't, like, lost those movies somewhere. I was like, oh, good. Anyway, I'm planning on doing a showing of The Evil Dead on Sunday if you want to (laughs) come. We're going to watch your Blu-ray. Do you want to come? Yeah. Do you want to watch this? Um, So, yeah, that was kind of an interesting thing. Like, literally the morning after I thought about it, she was like, hey, BT dubs, those have been in your house for, like, a month and a half. So, uh, yeah, we're going to watch The Evil Dead on Sunday, which is a very, very fun movie. Um, They directed it as, I think they intended it to be a horror film. It's mostly comedy. Yeah. The second one. That's kind of how it goes. Kind of, yeah. But this one in particular, because it's about, like, zombies and shit, um, it's, the the, the special effects are real bad. Yay. They're comically terrible. Um, and there are definitely some, like, like moments that stick with you from the, the series. Like, it is disturbing in, you know, definition. But, um, yeah, they, they get really, really crazy with it. And it was kind of fun because everyone who watched it was like, oh, haha, you know, like, this is kind of, like, creepy, but it was mostly funny. And then they released the second movie, and it's so clear that they were like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be funny the whole time. We it was supposed no. to be, it's supposed to be a horror comedy. Gotcha. Uh, that's what we meant. So the second one is like mostly funny and just happens to be in the horror genre. Mm-hmm. The first one is unintentionally funny, but they tried to make it seem like it was intentional. That'll be fun. It's great. Yeah, we'll have a great time. Yeah, I don't know many horror films. I mean, I've seen most of the like the Saw movies. And most of them, really. I don't think I've seen them all. No. I mean, Cause I, was I get say, them, they're thrilling and suspenseful. I don't really care about them, though. I think there's seven or eight. There's a lot. Have you seen, <laughs> wait, but you said you you think you've seen most of them. I think so. I mean, we watched like four or five of them at your house in high school. I forgot that I probably made you do that. Yeah, that when we were in Iowa. That does not surprise me at all. Okay, so the first one is, you know, everyone knows the first one. That's that's the original, whatever. Uh, second one is when they're all trapped in the house. And the only real 
plot point I remember from that one is the pit full of like syringes. It was so long ago. I don't even. I don't even remember. Oh my god, that's the trap I remember. It's like it's literally just like a pit full of heroin needles that like a drug addict has to crawl through. Good. Which is so fucked up and crazy, and I just ugh, it's creepy. Um. Pretty much from there, it all gets really blurred in my brain. They're all essentially the same film to me. Right, yeah. It's just a bunch of people being murdered in super, super gruesome fashion. But they're kind of fun. In like, <laughs> I mean, really they are. In a serial killer kind of way. In a serial killer kind of way. But I mean, like, I don't know. If you see them, okay, because like, I think of it kind of in a Quentin Tarantino aspect. Like, if you've ever watched a Quentin Tarantino film, it is unnecessarily bloody every single yeah. time. It's gratuitously bloody. Wait, wait. Yeah, enjoyably so for the people who signed up for that. Because it's funny and you're expecting it. See, that's why I go. That is more done in like a comedic, like dramatic aspect than a gory one. But it's like you go into Saw knowing that you're going for gore. And it's, it is gratuitous. Yeah, it's a little it's much. It's obscene. When I'm going into Saw, I know I'm way too drunk and I should not be listening to whoever's taking me. I don't think you should. Wa- I mean, okay, the first Saw film, I'll fight for. I will fight for the first Saw film. It changed the genre. It truly did. It okay. was it was kind of like a game changer for everything. Everything past then is just like convoluted and shitty and terrible. But I love it because it was it was at least always interesting, you know, like all the the hacker slasher films that I was used to seeing were just that, you know, like, oh, uh, he was hiding behind your door and then he chopped you with a machete and you're done for. But this one was like a hey, we have a puzzle you have to solve. Right. Would you like to play a game? And it's like, it is, it's silly and it's goofy and it's campy, but I don't know. I like it. It's kind of fun. I guess I should rewatch them because I don't really remember what happens during them. But like you said, they kind of all run together. They do. I'm, again, it's just torture porn for two and a half Basically, hours. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we're watching snuff films. <laughs> all the soft films are snuff. Everyone really died during the filming yeah, of it? totally. Okay, sick. That's kind of more interesting then, I guess. Well, I mean, that's what horror films are that's what they are for is to make you think and feel like murder is actually happening no i think that horror movies are genuinely and specifically to make people feel anxious 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 don't release anxious anxious don't release anxious anxious the more they can push you up the more it is eventually they break it, they lose it. That's the thing that makes great horror movies is the ones that people just never stops winding them up until the fucking end and then bam. They, they made me crazy. I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, that is the point of horror films is it's to incite a, a, like a natural response into it. it like, it's in the same vein as like action and thriller films in which it's to pump your adrenaline. It's to get your adrenaline to going. pump a lot of things. It, it, yes. It's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Specifically for horror films, I think the whole point of it, it it is, it's to play on that kind Mm -hmm. of, that innate fear that all of us have. Because every horror film is about something that lots of people are terrified of. Unless uh, uh, it's a bad horror film, I guess. I don't know. Oh, there are lots of bad horror films. I mean, more bad ones than good ones, actually. Way more. I think it's one of those genres which is actually really hard to do well. It's one of the reasons that, you know, the original versions that were that well are still considered the classics are the classics because they were done like 
within the tools they had, they managed to achieve that without doing like, I mean, the whole thing about the shower scene and the, the you know. Oh, that's such a great movie. Yeah. And there's no, no blood. There's no actual freaking out of anybody in the whole time until Chocolate the, syrup. yeah, yeah. Until, yeah. until the very end, there's no knife hitting anybody. There's no gore at all, really. But everybody was scared fuckless by it. Fuckless. Seriously, there were a lot of people who didn't fuck for days after that. <laughs> That's fair. Especially not shower sex. It's enough to make you not feel fuckable because, you know, Norman Bates was fucking his dead mom. Right. That's that's pretty unfuckable. You, you get limp for a couple of days. I understand Definitely. that. Um, the, uh, the cool thing that I've always found with horror is uh, in the beginning, it was mostly like monster films. It was stuff mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, Dracula and Frankenstein and shit like that where they literally came up with these monster... Well... They didn't. They took monster characters from folklore and books and shit, and they translated them into reality. And again, they kind of like, they preyed upon the innate fears of the human people. And at first it was kind of in the abstract. It was in this like out of reach, like it's just monsters. It's just, you know, like. That's interesting because for me, when I first experienced horror as a kid, it was comic booky. Oh right? yeah, yeah, and it was a whole different thing. And then when this whole, whole when this whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre thing came around, and my friends were like, "Oh, we need to go see this." I got somebody drug me to see the Saw of Your Time. It's funny how they're both power tools. <laughs> somebody drug me to see one of these movies, and it scared me shitless for a week. And I, I literally, I just couldn't deal with anything for a while. It sucked me so bad I couldn't sleep. And I, I literally have not seen a horror movie since then. That was probably like seventy. Four. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I can't tolerate them. Okay, so, so you will not be joining us for Evil Dead. <laughs> Apparently yeah, not. I was clear on that before. Wait, I, I thought, thought we said it was funny and the graphics are really terrible. That's what so I said, kind of but, she's, but she also said that, that stuff sticks with her. It does. And I was it, like, it the, vis- the visuals will wow. stick with okay. you and they can be creepy. It's like, did you ever see The Butterfly Effect? Yes, yep. of course. It's one of my favorite movies. Is that a horror movie? No. No, it's a thriller. Okay, but that movie fucked me up for a month. The whole scene with him in the bathtub and they're like, Bitch, like uh, I know. Yeah. No, I want I was like I, I'm never I can't watch television ever again. <laughs> I quit. I quit. I'm done. I'm done. Did and to this me? day, you have not watched television. <laughs> never ever. Not once. Um so you said you said Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that was the first It was really the thing that changed all of the horror genres, yeah. I actually have two very vivid memories. The first horror movie I saw on accident and the first horror movie I kind of like watched semi on purpose. Okay. Do you have uh, a story I'm, for that? I'm trying to think. Okay, I'll start with my young one. So the first horror movie that I remember seeing because also I watched The Gladiator when I was five. That doesn't count as a horror movie to me, but, but it did when you're five. scar the fuck out of me. Right. Thanks, Carolyn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love you. I hope your surgery went well this weekend. So uh, this, uh, okay, the first time I ever remember, I, I, like I have such a vivid recollection of this. Um, I walked into my mom's bedroom and she was watching a movie and I asked her if I could join her and she was just like, no, 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 like I'm watching something you probably don't want to watch. And I was like, no, this is fine. I was like six, maybe seven. And she was just like, uh, okay, well, I told you like this is scary. And I was like, I'm a big girl. It's fine. So I crawled up into bed with her and I start watching and little do I know it's the beginning of the movie Scream. Oh, good. So it's Drew Barrymore talking on the fucking cell phone to ghost face killer and uh, <laughs> and you know doing the whole fucking gamut back and forth or whatever and i just remembered the scene where it shows her like in the, the she's hanging in the tree right with like the the like knife 
mm-hmm. inner or whatever. And I so vividly remember that scene because I ducked under the bed and wept. Oh, Just I'm like sure, yeah. screamed and cried and was inconsolable for several minutes. Like I did not know what to think. And I even, re- I think at that point I recognized Drew Barrymore as like a human to me. Mm-hmm. So it was even more fucked up in my head because I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I've seen her in other things and she's just stabbed to death. Um, so that was like my first scary movie experience and it did it it scarred me for quite some time. That's fair. Yeah, that would that would do it. I don't remember my first scary movie, but the first movie I saw was kind of scary to me. It was The Mummy. <gasps> and Wild. I was like probably like six or seven, yeah. I don't remember a specific scene that was scary, but it was just I, like the mummy itself like was terrifying there's the one with like that the scarabs mm-hmm. is that what they were or they like put the, the scarabs bugs. like yeah, yeah like yeah, all yeah. over bugs, isn't that yeah. like right in the goddamn beginning yeah where like the they put him like I in the, i don't think sarc- i saw the entire movie it's like the, the i think sarc- i saw the climax oh. of that movie but brendan fraser could get some <laughs> with that fucking haircut there right. are things that will get me into a movie that sh- that that would otherwise qualify for some people as hey this is a horror movie and I'm kind of having a hard time figuring out, there are a lot of movies that I've seen that people would say, yeah, that is definitely a horror movie. And I keep thinking, well, but I kind of enjoyed that in spite of, like, The Mummy was one of those I, I went and saw just because I like Brendan Fraser. Nice. I like that guy. Ah, oh, damn, I'm still my first one. Ha <laughs> ha! Drink up, bitch. It's very warm in here. It is very warm. I am sweating balls. You might kick the fan up there a notch at the AC's in Knock this. it up a notch. I've had the AC in this room for a few days. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you both saw The Mummy at a young age. I don't actually remember the age I saw The Mummy at. Yeah, the thing that uh, I don't understand about horror movies is how there are some of them that I genuinely enjoy. Like, for one thing, a movie that is essentially gore and not suspense... I enjoy the hell out of those. Okay, so you want right. to watch Saw. Right, you don't Saw. like suspense. You don't like psychological thrillers, right? Oh, uh, wait, nope. Saw does both. Yeah, Saw's the whole thing about if you don't cut your arm off, you're going to stay here and die. And I'd be like... Man, that's fucked. So fucked. And I'd be like, I'm just going to stay here and die. I like my arms. Fuck you. But what if it's a more gruesome way to die? That was the whole plot of Saw was, here's this horrible thing that you're about to face, and, but and also it's more horrible no, watermelon, watermelon, right. watermelon, 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 watermelon. What? It's my safe word. I didn't know that. We've never <laughs> slept together. Now you know. All right. That's something I learned about you today. <laughs> I don't have a safe word. I probably should at this point. Right. It should be Giuseppe. I mean, it's on, along the same lines I was thinking of you today, Logan. I set up, uh, our, among other things, doing our t-shirt stuff for the Musician's Loft and whatever. I, I reset a old business I created called Unsafe Sports with the logo. is basically just the word safe and a red slash through it you know and, and it's like the logo the, i do want that as a t-shirt but also i don't want to ever wear it in public the motto was you know because all you can do is try oh i like that and it was fun and i thought you know but nobody ever was as interested in it as i was so today i just reset it as a women's fashion line only so it's like earrings and necklaces and underwear and t-shirts and things for women only and it actually changed the whole dynamic of it just being only women because it, it it like yeah i don't uh, i feel like the word safe with like a red circle and a thing around it uh could be misconstrued in the wrong way 
It could be it can be construed in many ways. But like safe with a big no on your chest or on your vagina, probably <laughs> not something I. Why? Unsafe. I'm unsafe. Don't try it. Just well, don't that, try it. To, to me, it it almost means more like safety. No, like I don't give a shit about. No, it doesn't sa- say like, safety. Okay, I don't care about being safe is kind of what it reads to me is more of like a safe who gives a shit <laughs> and like again just thinking well, about so, like okay, putting so that think- on underwear if you pull someone's pants down and it says safe with a slash through it when you see a sign with a cigarette on it it doesn't say cigarette fuck those it just says no cigarettes cigarettes so no safety no it doesn't say safety it says no, no safe. safe not cigarettes not safe i feel like it's a statement saying I'm a woman and I'm not safe <laughs> because I am in public and you are reading this shirt. Don't trust me. I like that. Wow, we have. I mean, it's three a way to bring a mar- it's a bring interpret- it's a way to bring awareness yeah. to the fact that women are not safe in public. It is, but I don't know if I want to draw attention to that <laughs> as a small woman in public. I guess that's like, fair. Hey, yeah, I'm not it's safe like right a, now. It's a little too accurate label, I guess. Right. I get that. Yeah. yeah. This is kidnapper bait. It should say in bold letters underneath it. <laughs> Please drag me into your windowless van, it says on the back. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break. And now a word from our sponsor. How many times have you thought, hey, this e-reader is just too much trouble? Tired of updating your podcasts and charging your device? Are you baffled by how that damned Kindle fucking thing even works? Well, shine that. Check this out. It's a book. 185 sheets of processed and rolled trees, impregnated page after page with expertly printed, careful thoughts of someone who literally spent their entire life mastering their native tongue. Books are known for their ability to last literally hundreds of years with zero maintenance, and sometimes you can carve them out to hide your flasks. Books are not for everyone, but if you want, you can try them for free. Every town has at least one of them. They're called libraries. They have internet there, too. Oh, but the porn's blocked, so why bother? Oh, oh, it's not blocked. Anyway, at the library, they'll also let you take home some sexy romance novels, too. Totally free. All you have to do is promise to bring them back. Or you can just reload the onion. Warning. Use of books may result in paper cuts. This advertisement brought to you by books. Books brought to you by trees. Trees brought to you by books. Ugh. Are we back? Yep. <laughs> I'm you s- never tell us. I have to ask. I just go ahead and roll so that it's there. You know, if you ever, anything really great happens, it'll be on tape. See? They're kind of cute. For what? What? The unsafe sportswear stuff. Oh, 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 oh. I mean, I guess the empowered part of me wants to say absolutely yes, but also I know as a fact that I would never w- wear this if I was walking alone anywhere ever oh, okay oh broke the chair again <laughs> god damn it oops broke the chair again luckily i've fixed this chair more times than i've probably done many things so it's quick breaking the chair seems like a unluckily maybe that was like the 13th time or something it doesn't seem very well constructed in your defense it was well constructed it just wasn't well glued so isn't that a fundamental part of the construction is making sure it all fits together and stays there it depends on whether you're the cutting guy the gluing guy or the designing guy yeah the gluing guy fucked up (laughs) it doesn't matter that's still part of the construction to me is it not 
Mm, production, yes. Construction, no. So, as long as I put all the pieces together and say, hey, you guys fucking glue it all. <laughs> like, we're good. Is that is that the end of my construction job? Well, it, basically, yeah. I mean, it's like the same thing as... In a car factory, they don't they don't get mad at the guy who designed the parts or the guy who made the parts. They get mad at the guy who failed to assemble the parts correctly. Isn't gluing part of assembly? That's what I'm asking. Product. Yeah, it's, production. There you go. It's part of the fucking construction slash. No, produ- not construction. Oh my god, though. I hate all of you. Next, we're moving on. I'm getting heated. <laughs> This is obnoxious, <laughs> and you guys are wrong. Okay, uh, what were we so talking about? So welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, everybody. That was a delightful break we just took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and on said delightful break, uh, Lo and our roommate Scott improvised a country song. So here it is. Glad you ran out of things about me. That's comforting. Well, I mean, it was going to turn into sexual fan fiction real quick. And that's just what happens here. I, d- I don't think I didn't participate very much in that. But you did, but what you helped bit. and participated with was great. I was thinking of like a soggy bottom boys type of thing. I was like, we could definitely write like a musician's loft song about musician's loft stuff, but in soggy bottom boys. Yeah. So that was that. And now we're back from the break. We were talking about uh, horror films. Before we leave that subject, I wanted to mention one more thing. Uh, I saw a question recently posed on the internet about uh, when you would die in a horror film. Like, would you be the first to die or would you make it to the end? When do you die in a horror film? I want to go ahead and say, like, me as a human being, as a person, like, if, if life just randomly turned into a horror film. Oh, you'd film, be dead first. Immediately. Dead 100%. Like, before the, the film even starts. Agreed. Yeah, I wouldn't even be part of the film. I would have been his first <laughs> unidentified victim, probably. Um, I think that for the sake of my character, if someone were to write me into a horror film, I would probably survive uh, halfway. Okay. I think it would be a halfway death. I would be like one of those like characters that you slightly mourned for because like I don't know the boy that the main dude likes her. Yeah, that, that would probably be me. <laughs> That's fair. See, for me, it would be it, it would depend on whether or not you force me to stay in the plot because <laughs> I would not be in a horror movie Bye. because <laughs> I walk in the house and the voice comes along and says, "Get out!" And I'm like, "Okay, gotta go. Cool. See y'all Bye. later." Yeah. Shoot. And, I, and they're like, no, no, wait, we got to go through the cemetery. I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> See that bus right there? I'm getting on the bus, going down the road. And it's over. I'm off sh- off camera and finished, you know, before anybody gets started. I like that answer, too. I guess so. But if you are, quote, unquote, trapped in a plot, in the plot, meaning this experience is actually happening to you, and you are being murdered. And then some... I'm going to be the one who has to give my life at the end so you fuckers can get to the credits. That's, that's, that's it. Oh, you Aww. get to be the hero. The sacrifice. I don't want to do it because like the martyr. I'm just like it's like <laughs> really. I'm just sick of being in this movie. 
Uh, <laughs> get me the fuck out of here. I don't care anymore. Just fucking go. Just run. All right? I'll distract him for a second. Just go. Yeah. Shit. It's been 90 minutes. And you assholes just keep doing this. No, wait. Let's go back and knock on the door where the guys said, get out. No, no, no. Don't do that. All right, what I about think you? I, could, I think I could survive pretty far. Maybe not Maybe say, not until the very end. I, I might think, be one of the last as well. I think you would be, I think you would either be like, uh, like an, like a surprise death at the end or right. you would make it all the way to the end. I think you're cunning like, enough. I know I'm resourceful and I can do shit, but also I'm not really good at hiding. <laughs> like I'm pretty bad at hiding. But you're essentially good, you know, more like You like can climb you're, walls. You're like uh, Right, probably. But what what my issue is if it comes down to like there's always a physical confrontation at some point the characters meet the, the killer. Yeah, and you wouldn't I'm be not, able to I'm, no. I wouldn't be able to like nope. harm anyone. Hopefully you I have... mean hopefully I would be able to actually do something to defend myself. But See, I think I think you'd be like one of those characters that like you're still with like two or three people, like towards the end or whatever. Yeah. And you like wound the the monster or what have you while the like brawnier characters like whatever you basically provide a distraction and like wound them and you're like one of the like again you're also a martyr yeah if you're probably if you're a non-threatening homosexual then you're fine because you like haven't done anything wrong all the way through the movie except being gay as soon (laughs) as you suck a cock though you're a dead motherfucker man it's over that's the traditional horror movie trope Everybody who sins dies. I mean, kind, kind of. of. <laughs> Prosecution rest, Your Honor. I don't know. It, it the, the trope has diminished a little bit over the years. Um, I think people are trying to make it less of a trope. I mean, with that, they're also perpetuating other like horror stereotypes specifically. Because you're right. Usually the virginal, quote unquote, characters yeah. survive the longest. Um but recent in recent films, they've kind of been trying to. I, I would uh, nope. I can't follow this up. I haven't seen any recent horror films. The most recent horror film that I saw was Get Out, which was great. I would be. I'd be so out of the theater in the first ten minutes. Like, Get out. Oh, gotta go. It's different <laughs> than that, though. That's the thing. Is like it's it's more like thriller horror than anything. It's psychological horror. It's yeah. not like the. Uh, it's not slasher killery. It's not paranormal nothing like that it's just like this is what happens again it's like largely racism you have that and like freddy and jason and friday the 13th right so what's the difference between the like uh petrifying suspense horror and the gory bloody horror because there's the latter i can tolerate it's actually just amusing to me because it's so silly Mm -hmm. but the horror horror is just real enough for me to be like i'm i'm never going to forget this ever again right and that's the difference Is it not? You That's just it. you just answered your own question. Well, but, I mean, why? Did, what's the difference in the audience? You know, I mean, because I'm not I'm not interested in either one. So you have again the the whole point of horror is to make you confront your fears. It's to give you that adrenaline rush. It's again the same concept between even like uh, carnival shows like back in the day. You know, it was kind of to address the unknown to. Uh, freak you out a little bit to like get under your skin and stick with you and that was the point of the entertainment so horror films they still follow that format even though it's like you know the genre has largely changed since the first horror films in the early 1900s yeah but there there still is that concept so there's like a handful of different types of genres that you can go on first off you have like the monster films which are obvious you know you have dracula frankenstein the the fish monster from 
The Shape of Water, even though that's not a horror film. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Cut it the right way. I'm, I'm kind of scared. It's a little scary. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with that. Then you have the slasher films, which are, you know, like the serial killers, the Jason, the Freddy Krueger, the blah. Then you have straight up gore, which is different from slasher films because right. gore is for the sake of like like the eviscera. And then you have psychological, which is just it gets into your head um, and it stays there. The last one is like paranormal supernatural, which is like ghosts and shit. Yeah. So like Beetlejuice or like uh, like The Omen. Beetlejuice isn't really horror as Not much at as all. comedy. It has horror elements to it, but that doesn't make it a horror film. Uh, that was a great horror movie. Um, <laughs> so, but that's the thing is like you know there there are so many genres of these horror films, and there are a lot of people that I meet that say that they don't like horror at all, but they're willing to watch certain genres of it. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, ghost yeah. movies. They don't those don't freak me out. Or like, yeah, oh, sla- slasher film, like, oh, Friday the 13th, fuck I, it. I guess yeah, I cares? could kind of see that because ghosts don't exist and that's fine, but like slashers do exist and I'm not into that. So yeah, I could see, yeah, that, I totally. could see that difference. That'd be it. Yeah. And so that's the thing is it's like, so for me, it's like slasher films don't bother me, even though they do exist in real life. Slasher films really don't bother me that much because hmm. I don't know. I'm desensitized, I guess. Probably. Supernatural shit on the other hand. Nope, 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 nope. Can't do it. Cannot watch those on my own. I freak the fuck out and I hate every second of it. But I will watch them because I like the pain. Yep. I guess. You masochistic bitch. Always and forever. By the way, I checked the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 1974. So it must have been that. The original? Yeah. Nice. After that, for several years, my parents were very clear about me not seeing any sort of horror movies. And then The Omen came out. I didn't see it. I mean, I, I missed I missed a bunch of other things which are not traditionally considered horror movies, but like Jaws, this King Suspense movie, if nothing else. Hmm. Jaws? No, I actually, I firmly believe Jaws is a horror film. Because again, it is largely... so. I could th- see that. I have actually seen that. I have not. Thriller, really? I think I haven't I haven't seen the full Jaws. I've seen enough of it to understand like pretty much the bulk of the film. But Jaws, okay, so thrill thriller, horror, and uh drama. Those are the three genres that like go into this. So the the bridge there is the balance between drama and horror, I think, to make a thriller. So it's like with Jaws, it is enough like drama. You're following the characters and you're following their path or whatever. So it's enough to be, you know, like um, whatever heavy and shit. But I, I think it banks more on the horror factor of it. So it falls more in the horror category. Than well, because the it's playing to a fear. Yes. Because it's playing to. Yeah. It's, it's specifically putting an image to a fear that many, many, many people have. Not just it, like I being mean, murdered. or Right. Yeah. I mean shark attack here's the thing it was 1977 78 i remember being in middle school and all my friends were going to see this movie and not only did my mom not want me to i didn't want to either because i don't like fucking sharks that's fucked up (laughs) and i read the book peter benchley's jaws that's right that the guy who wrote it anyway i read the whole freaking thing and it was like fine okay it's a book about a shark oh the shark's attacking the boat oh my god people are dying blah 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 blah. never really bothered me but 
That's because it's just words on a page. Can't see, can't see the movie though. until you see it. But I'm an, I'm a, I was a voracious reader at that point. I love reading. I enjoy a good book now and then. Just it was not, it didn't bother me. However, the, uh, the film not going to happen still to this day. Well, see, and that's interesting to me. Sorry to segue a little bit, but like you talk about reading, you know, reading Jaws. Um, one of the second books. One of the second books. Um, I remember <laughs> it as my second book. I always call it my second book. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's not actually like the technical second like novel I read to myself. But one of the very first books that I read by myself was Cujo. Good. And uh, and it it was also in there. Huh. Um, my dad really liked Stephen King. Your dad's uh, fucked up. It's great. It was great. No, no, no. He has it, a weird sense of humor. It was awesome. I, I really enjoyed reading those things. But yeah, I mean, like, uh, Cujo specifically, again, it's like, that's that's horror, you yeah. know? And even, I think there's a movie based on it. There's got to be. I don't know. I don't ever want to watch it because that's, I don't want to see a dog biting a bunch of people. That'll fuck me up. No, thank yeah. you. Here's something messed up. Apparently, the Jaws paperback also came out in 1974. Amazing. Synchronicities. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to try and get a computer soon, I think. Okay. I know I've been saying that for forever. You also need a new phone probably soon. Yeah, I do need that as well. You know what? That. Yep. That. But in my mouth. The back of your mouth pointed upward toward your brain. I want to die. Yep, in in case that I wasn't was made going. clear. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsors. Say, Bill, have you ever tried polishing the old vicar on the train? Uh, what? Playing a little five-on-one, you know, behind the mobile. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Here I am, got one hand with my phone in front of my face, getting a hold of myself with the other, and suddenly everyone's staring at me. You know, it's just not private. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm there, stoking the old steam engine, and suddenly everyone's staring at me. I think it's this phone. Oh, oh okay, wait. It's not the phone. Have you tried magazines? What? They're called magazines. They're like videos, but on paper. Magazines, huh? I don't recall. Recall. Wow, folks. Did we forget all the great things about magazines? Magazines bring more than just shiny pictures to your jerking experience. With awesome graphics and smooth, moisture-resistant, glossy paper, this classic medium produces an immersive viewing experience that you can hide your junk behind over and over in just about any situation. Plus, these erotic novels with visuals are more interesting and have less word than book books anyway. Wow, I love magazines. I can get as close as I want without ruining my eyes. The graphics are amazing and there's no batteries to explode if they get moist. Magazines, like books that work anywhere, anytime. Hot or cold, dry or wet. Well, not too wet. Brought to you by books. Books, not as good as magazines. Books, way wordier than magazines and harder to masturbate to. Magazines. What are books? Books. Magazines without pictures. Books. Have you ever shot your eye out one too many times? Are your cataracts so profound that nothing has a sharp edge anymore? Do your eyes insist on focusing on the bridge of your nose? Is it always dark where you are? Wiley's Gun Store for the Blind protects your God-given constitutional Second Amendment right to a firearm. Amen! 
From the moment you bump into our door, you'll feel your constitutional powers and our touch-anything policy in our Braille-labeled display cases. We got your hunting and fishing license registrations, your NRA donation stations, and we got all stupid forms in Braille. We also got all them exclusive as seen on NRA TV products, too, as to not discriminate against your disabilities or whatsoever. Speaking of, our silencers are half off this week. But we'll help you screw them on. <laughs> and then you won't have to hurt your CNI dog's ears. Listen up, folks. You will shoot your eyes right out your goddamn head when you hear about them amazing deals we have down at Wiley's Gun Store for the Blind. You just gotta come by and feel for yourself. Come on down and see Wiley. Or at least let him see you. Warning. Guns are too easy to get. Let's uh, divulge from the horror film thing. Diverge. Shut up. Don't divulge. Fuck off. Okay. <laughs> ah, fucking off, ma'am. Sorry. Thank you, ma'am. Here before long, we're going to have to stop and eat supper. Have we had supper? We have not had supper. We're going to get something else. Or we're good. Yeah, I'm good. Here's a question. Trivia question. You're familiar with The Last Supper, right? Yes. The painting? Da Vinci? Vaguely. Right? How many people are in it? 13. Nope. No? Try again. Is it 12? Nope. Try again. No. So it's a strange thing about it. There's 14 people in it because there are Jesus, that dude, he's in the middle. There right? are Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And then there's 12 disciples. And then there's Judas that one of the motherfucker got in a headlock and holding him down here like this. And all you can really see is his hands and his head behind everything. In the middle of the painting, there's actually 14 people, including 13 apostles, one of whom was a traitor. Oh. That's where the whole Christian thing about the whole bad luck and number 13 comes from because numerology, 13 is actually an auspicious number. It, it's, it has a whole bunch of different things depending on whether you're talking about mathematical numerology or astrological whatever. Refer it, it, back to our episode about <laughs> both numerology and astrology. Well, that's one. why I didn't bring this up on the last one because thirteen and twelve are different. They're like right. uh, they're kind of the same, but they're, they're na- like they're, plus one. It's the beast and the neighbor of the beast. It's the kind of thing. <laughs> well, and that's the interesting thing about the number thirteen is you know in modern culture it's widely regarded as unlucky. Like or at least fr- in American culture, right. at the very least, because all the cultures have various superstitions right. about their numbers. You're right. I always wondered why it didn't mean, like, you know, shit. Why did they pick two? They could have used any of them. 13 would have been a good one. 13 means shit and bad luck. That would have made perfect sense. Do you want to tell people that you had to go to the bathroom to take a number 13? Pardon me, I got to take a 13. Yeah, that would make perfect sense. People know that you would never say that otherwise. People would know exactly <laughs> what you meant. I hate you guys. Just got to go drop a quick number 13. No? You hate it? I hate it. <laughs> I'm going to go walk under some ladders and cross some black cats. And break a goddamn mirror on my way. There are plenty of mirrors. You could break uh, many mirrors and just get it all out out of the way. Where? Have you been in our bathroom? Oh, there's two mirrors. Three, four, five. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You got that. I counted out the other mirrors. There are five in front of us, and there are two attached to the walls. So there are seven mirrors in that bathroom. Plus the hand mirror that is uh, eight. Thirteen. 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 It's interesting. A lot of buildings don't have a thirteenth floor. There's a lot of places where there is no thirteenth street. Santa Monica has Euclid Avenue instead of thirteenth. Oh yeah. Los Angeles has Pico Boulevard instead of thirteenth. Clever. 
No. What? How? How is that clever? Just disguising it. That's like a very, very obvious random interjection of a word. We got the streets do because there's Washington, 11th Street, 12th Street, Pico, 14th Street, 15th Street, 16th Street. No, Venice. No, yeah. six, there's no 16. It's Venice. Oh, then that doesn't matter as much. Yeah. Then never matter. I don't it's care. It's not as conspicuous. Never mind. They, they, yep. they got their shit covered. They did their shit. Never mind. I take it all back. <laughs> I concede. Sorry, Santa Monica. You win. That's downtown. Oh. Olympic Boulevard is uh, 10th Street, and uh, Wilshire is uh, 7th, basically. Basically. I believe you. It's helpful a lot of times because, you know, one of the, the well-kept secrets about Los Angeles is that the bus systems are numbered according to... Uh, uh, if you start at Hollywood Boulevard, it's like uh, 10, and then it moves down to 20 at like uh, Wilshire, and then f- 33 is Venice. And if you count the number of the bus, you're looking for a bus that goes east-west, just go up until you see one that seems like it's in the right number, and it'll take you where you're supposed to go. It's crazy, but the systems, are there's actually a pattern. I'll just keep cool. using the transit app probably. Yeah, there's an app for that. There's that. Shout out to the transit app. It doesn't really work that well, but it's there. Sometimes does. It's what I have. That whole 13 came from the Last Supper painting, actually, was that, you know, Judas was Are the Are you thir- sure that Judas- was the first instance of the unlucky 13? Well, no, it's because traditionally 13s are actually a, a good number. I mean, like in the Mayan, uh, the Aztec calendar... They had 20 13-day months. They had a 260-day year every 52 years, which is another 13 divided or times four. It was a whole thing that they did over and over. They were they were into 13. And, and actually, the funny part is, like, if you start getting into numerology, well, J for Jesus is the 10th letter of the alphabet, and C for Christ is the third letter, and that makes 13. Right? Each, each suit has 13 cards. There's 13s in tarots. I mean, it's like 13 is actually a really common number in most yeah. things. But that's one of the reasons, actually, if you're from Tennessee like me, that you'll hear people tell you that you know that Jesus don't like card playing because devil's in there. That's why there's 52 <laughs> cards and there's 13 in each suit because it's bad luck. Like all yep. kinds of crazy shit that goes on if you start looking up 13. And a lot of people will tell you that 13's lucky. I just tried to find... <laughs> The history on the bad luck of 13, it was a bunch of really, really annoying articles that just wouldn't get to the point, so I gave up. So, <laughs> Ooh, like recipes. If anybody, yeah, totally, like recipes. I literally just like... Come on, Janice, I don't want to hear your life story. I just want to know how long I should bake this fucking potato. Yeah, bitch, I don't care if your husband <laughs> loved your gravy. I just want to make it. Okay? I don't need to know how many times a week you make this. Just give me the recipe. So here's the 10,000 foot view. Yes, Janice. 13's just fine. It's another number like all the rest. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Also, black Lucky cats are cool. number 13. That too. And 13. Yeah. Pachoo! <laughs> I don't know what I learned. I guess I have a, an extra wildlife that I forgot. And it actually probably is currently happening right now. What? While we're recording this. So by the time you hear this, this would have already happened and we may have checked it out. But uh, downtown, right outside of the bar we typically end up on Tuesday nights at, is uh, being transported to New York City tonight, right? Oh, right. This today. I forgot all about That's that. That's today. Yeah, Wait, from, nine, from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m., they're apparently going to transform Fifth 
uh, 5th Street Right from, outside of the last bookstore. Yeah, I know. I know where you're talking Spring about. From to Broadway into New York City. How? Literally how? They're going to build a fake subway stop and put steam grates in and et cetera, et cetera. What kind of bullshit fuckery is that? Yeah. We're going. We're going. That's all there is. We're going. Yeah, we're all going. All right, you guys have fun. No, you're going with us. Come on. It'll be no, fun. No, I have plans. Take lots of pictures. But n- maybe, if you ask nicely. Me. We're going to New York tonight. We're taking. We're going our- to New York tonight. And we're taking our bar. I'm going to go not have sex with a boy. Okay, well, you said it on the podcast, so it's staying on there. Ah! You know where we are. You know the setting. Please disregard. I never have sex with anybody. I am still <laughs> a virgin. I am celibate until my nunnery uh, expires in 2058. You ain't none, none. Are you sure about that? Yeah. I got a certificate online. <laughs> okay, so I'm looking I'm looking up for slang terms for having sex while having nope, your period. No, don't need to do that. Anyway, hey guys, riding the red dragon. Uh, <laughs> red wave, yeah. So we actually did a lot of this last night. A lot of this kind of searching. I hate my whole uh, life. We, we spent a little bit kind of working on some of our fake ads and commercials, and some parts of it required us to look up slang terms for penis, vagina, sex, masturbation, and now boobs, here we are doing boobs this. Boobs and butt, Boobs too. and butts, yeah. Boobs and butts. Boobs, oh. and, bo- boobs and butts. Butts and boobs and butts and boobs and butts and... <laughs> There's never been anything in human history more funny than listening to someone read a list of euphemisms for a gender body part. It's can just I, can I unsubscribe? Can I unsubscribe? Oh hey, here's my headphones and they're going over here. Oh no! They just great. It's such a uh oh bummer. I can't believe I can't hear anything. Don't worry, the headphones will get plenty loud. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Also, you can, can hear everything. I can also send it through the stereo in the room if you'd like. Don't do any of that. <laughs> There's oh. no escaping the podcast. <laughs> you know, it's funny that the, the, it, they're going to put our neighborhood bar that we've been frequenting in New York mm-hmm. City. Because just recently we went out and it was like I discovered that things I learned this week. Holy crap. There's a whole bunch of new bars within walking distance of the place that I live. It's crazy. Wild. We went like out and just like, hey, let's go see what's there, thinking we were going to have to walk a couple of miles to get someplace. And the first place we hampered upon was literally less than a mile, uh, half a mile away. I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that, though, because uh, we actually <laughs> recorded some voice memos on my phone throughout that night that we went and explored and found all these bars. So part of an upcoming episode will actually be that uh, live on location bar crawl. Beep, beep, beep. Like that. So yeah, that'll be. I am very excited to hear about it. Lo, did you learn anything this week? You know, I don't think I did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you learned something every day. That's that's a you saying, know, I right? I do learn something every day. Okay, hold on. Let me let me brainstorm really, 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 really hard and try and come up with something that isn't just a TV fact, because that's most of what I learn every day. Um, this week I learned that it's a really good idea to make friends with your bus drivers. Um, okay. I got onto the bus recently. And, like, it's kind of interesting how often the bus drivers change Mm -hmm. for my route because I I board the bus around the same time every day. Obviously, they're not, like, on time, on time. Yeah. But anyway, I got a bus driver today that I've seen a handful of times in the recent past. But every time I see him, I say good morning. And uh, he uh, rang up my card 
and it didn't go through because I didn't have enough money and I was like, oh shit, fuck. And uh, I dug around in my purse like I maybe miraculously had a dollar seventy five in cash on me when I clearly didn't. And he was just like, no, 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 you're here all the time. It's fine. Yeah. And just like. No, that's cool. That definitely happens. Uh, I have experienced that too. (laughs) And it should happen. Oh, shit. Like, shit, fuck, fuck, shit. (laughs) But. Well, and lots and lots and lots of people jump the trains all the time for free. There's no reason you should be, you know, like made late to work and lose your job because, you know, et cetera. And uh, on that note, let's wrap up. All right. That's all. So this was A Strange Exchange with Seth and Lo and Compy. You can find us on Twitter at Seth and Low Pod. And you can find us all individually as well. I am at Littlefoot Low on most, if not all, social media. And I'm at Seth7123. And this is Musicians Loft Studios at Loft Musicians on Instagram. Good night, everyone. And good day and good morning. I don't know. We record this in the evening. So that's and when if I, don't I just want to say good night. Good afternoon, good evening, and and good good night. (laughs) To quote the Truman Show, bye. Bye. Is life the Truman Show? Oh, we got to talk about that. Ah!